0: These two girls, like my wife and one other girl, were just like, you gotta choose, kind of a thing. And legitimately, the other girl I liked more at the time, but she wasn't allowed to date. Her parents were like, you can't date, but Melissa was allowed to date. (laughs) So I chose my wife purely off of that parameter. She knows this, right? (laughs) Welcome back. Reel it in. Episode nine. nine. nine, 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 nine. Episode nine, walkie-talkie, rise of the Skywalkers, rise of the Skywalkers, yeah, yeah, rise yeah. of the Coopers, speaking mm-hmm. of the man to my left, Andrew Cooper, across from him, Ben, Ben, and the man across from <laughs> me,
1: my name is Will Smith and I have one thing to say about this episode. Yeah. Hunker down for Doinkage. Oh my god. What? Whoa. What? <laughs> <laughs>
2: what? There's going to be a couple Doinkages, but yeah. mostly a big one. I That's was all not, I wanted to say, though. I, I was not, not warned about Doinkage.
3: <laughs> and of course, I'm Anthony Rodriguez, your host. Of so, what have we been watching? Andrew, go ahead, buddy. Uh, So, I've watched four Keanu Reeves movies this week. Mm. Uh, One was unintentional. Are you more unintentional.
1: Do you feel more enlightened now?
3: Yes. Yeah. Uh,. <laughs> The first one was Young Blood, which is a Rob Lowe, Patrick Swayze hockey movie, um, in which Keanu Reeves is in one scene, and <laughs> says like Yeah." When lines. I looked that
2: up because you guys brought that up before, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think he's in this a whole lot. He's not.
3: Uh, kind of. He does actually play the actual goalie on sc- like that's on the screen, but he has a face mask and like. What the- this
1: generation doesn't realize though is before there was Keanu Reeves. There was Patrick Swayze. Exactly.
3: Uh, to the point where uh, one of the movies was also Point Break, in which you had Patrick Swayze yeah. and Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Star he, he passed the torch. Yes. And Johnny Utah is probably the greatest name ever, just because <laughs> his name in that movie... It's an excellent name. It's a movie that someone would put the name as of an action star in a movie. Like, just like, like Johnny Silverfish? Yeah. Uh, but it's like there's a person in a beforehand. like an action movie that's inside of another movie. That person's name is probably going to be Johnny Utah. That's how ridiculous the name is. Like it's a fictional movie name that's in a fictional movie. That's how great it is. Okay. Uh, but that movie is wonderful. Uh, you should watch the remake. Definitely, no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> going to do that at all. Me no. neither. Uh, then the other one was Dangerous Liaisons, which Ooh. this movie came in came out in 1986. Had Glenn Close, John Malkovich, Michelle Pfeiffer, Keanu Reeves, and Uma Thurman. Uh, the star star. I was cast. not expecting this. This I don't recommend it at all. <laughs> uh, and it's, why is that? The movie follows. Like a womanizer in the eighteen hundreds, who is trying to have sex with the like the opposite version? What would a manizer? Oh, is that like Glenn Close? Is a, yeah. yeah, Glenn Close, <laughs> I guess, is that kind of person. No, I John Malkovich is well, a womanizer. I don't
1: know if that's the official.
3: And they're trying to challenge each other so that way they can have sex with each other, and it's a terrible move. Like. I feel like it would be really easy to accomplish. Yeah, uh, no, because neither of them want to admit it, oh. and so is yeah. How old Except it, for one, one actually is John Malkovich. How old would uh,
0: Glenn Close be at this time? Eighty-six. Uh, she'd probably be mid thirties. Oh, 86? I thought she yeah, yeah. <laughs> in 86. Oh, she's got to be around. Her, 86. I'm just like, is she like a cougar? <laughs> like, I'm just trying mm, to think of kind of. No, if she's like, in her thirties. That's not
3: late. Cougar, late thirties. Right. Like, no, that's not a good No, no, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then John Malkovich is probably early 30s. Like, he's okay. younger than her, but yeah, it's a not a fun movie. I did not enjoy my time with it. Um, you should
1: watch it four more times. Yeah, so that way I can decide. decide.
3: <laughs> uh, and then Keanu Reeves played a music teacher who straight up was... Ted for Billy in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> that sounds like awesome. yeah,
2: yeah uh, that sounds
1: like reason to watch it. Yeah,
3: uh, he has about four lines in this movie. Oh. So I'm convinced mean,
2: that that's just the role he plays. Well, like all the time. I don't just in, I,
3: with different. I feel uh, like Johnny Utah was different than Ted's character. He definitely he had like a cocky confidence to him um, versus Ted's just. But he's, he still has uh, a
2: yeah, yeah he's, he's kind of still very I Californian
3: yeah. in mm-hmm. the eighties. Um, yeah, and then the last one was the unintentional one. I didn't even realize it. Is that he's in Toy Story Four? Yeah, oh, he's actually yeah. one of the better yeah, characters in yeah. Toy Story Four. It's really good. And then I think that is. I don't have. Uh, an Andrew's all around amazing anime adventure because Because you were hooked up. Too I much on was watching the Keanu. so many Keanu Reeves movies. So it's understandable. Yeah. We'll allow you one week. Next Thanks. week, if you don't come back, with what an else anime, did you see? You're gone. Did I see something else?
2: Yeah, we saw it together.
3: Oh, The Dead Don't Die. The Dead Don't oh, Die. Right. We did see that last week. What would you guys yeah. think, Ben and Andrew?
2: I-, I thought it was very funny, but also at the same time very slow. For those that don't
0: know, The Dead Don't Die is a zombie comedy starring Adam Driver and Bill Murray. Oh, Yes? Yeah.
3: Yep. Wow. Uh, I enjoyed my time. I I don't think I like would recommend this movie to people. I would
2: recommend this for... At Certain least one, people. no, at yeah. least one viewing, I guess, because it is it is very weird, it is very slow, it is very indie, but at the same time, it it was really funny. Like the whole
3: theater was l- laughing, laughing all yeah. the time. I oh, feel it's like... ex- it's extremely meta, yeah, and it's not at times. edited. any well.
1: any performance of Adam Driver I've seen, he's definitely the best part. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, yeah, he's exceptionally talented. Him
2: yeah. and uh, Tilda Swinton, yeah. Oh, and it's Tilda Swinton yeah. as well? Mm-hmm. She plays oh, her I'm a
3: weird character. Well, the, the, oh, that sounds good. The great. problem is, is it doesn't, like every scene that they're in is great, but they're not in a ton, like, so it's the scenes that they're not Adam in Adam Driver and
2: Bill Murray are yeah. the main people it focuses on. I like
3: yeah. old Bill Murray. But then it, fo- it then does this weird thing where it focuses on side characters, and I didn't really like any of the side characters. And so, okay. I'm gonna get. It's, it's get very. It, it, yeah,
2: it's it's like um, Napoleon Dynamite, zombie, meta movie.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. That sounds interesting. Well, what else have you been watching there, Ben?
2: Uh, Men in Black International. What'd you think? I actually enjoyed it. Really? really? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people that are poo pooing on it, and I can, you know, uh, it's a lot it's, of it's, everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not amazing, but it's a fun it's about on par with the third one it was a fun men in black movie there was a well, third one yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. with yeah, josh brolin josh brolin and, oh yeah, uh, yeah jermaine clements okay yeah this one it it was enjoyable i i would recommend any men in black fans to definitely get to watch there was a lot of homages to the first one
0: which is that's always great
2: yeah I didn't
0: think. I mean, if you and a men, this Men in Black International think it's going to change your worldviews, you're yeah. probably not going in Definitely with not. the proper brain. And I enjoyed setting.
2: the the two mains.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, Vanessa Thompson, right? Is that her? Is that the actress's name? No. She plays Valkyrie. Yeah, that's Yeah, not I was name, just going to say Valkyrie.
2: Yeah, Valkyrie, yeah. and yeah, Chris. Isn't
0: Vanessa Thompson? It probably is. Uh,
2: not. I don't think Vanessa, but doesn't matter
0: man. If I'm right, you're gonna hear it. Yeah, probably. Oh, I'm just kidding. All right, what else have you been watching, man? And
2: uh Twilight Zone, I watched uh, an old episode called 90 Years Without Slumber and it was uh, a Tessa. Tessa Thompson. Yes.
0: Tessa Thompson.
2: Uh, I uh And I had uh Edwin from uh Edwin. 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 Uh, Edwin. Edwin. uh the the laughing the laughing guy on the on the ceiling from uh uh she's the the oh.
0: laughing guy on the Yeah, ceiling. yeah, yeah.
2: He laughs. And he's got the <laughs> the glasses. Yeah, yeah. You know.
0: I have guy. no idea what you're talking you about. You know,
2: from that movie with those people? the well, no no one, one Wreck-It Ralph? His name is Edwin? He sounds exactly like that guy from Wreck-It Ralph. Oh,
0: yes. I know who you're talking about. I, yeah, do, yeah, I don't yeah. know the actor's name. He has the uh, flamboyant mustache. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. But
2: uh, he, he was in it, and it was... Uh, I still want to know what
3: movie you're talking about.
2: The famous one with the, the spoonful of sugar and Oh some medicine go down. Oh, Mary Poppins? Mary
3: Poppins. Mary Poppins. Oh, Dick Van Dyke? No, he's what? in the movie. He, for... Edwin. Edwin. But uh, in, in the Twilight
2: Zone episode, uh, he plays an old guy who's eccentrically looking after this clock. And he's convinced that when the clock stops that he'll die. And his granddaughter... I think it is. And uh, grandson in law are like trying to convince him he's not
3: crazy. Isn't a twist that it's actually happening? The
2: twist was weird because there wasn't really a twist. Like the clock stopped and he had like the spiritual self come out of his body and it's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I don't have to listen to you. And it like disappeared and he's like, oh, I'm better. It was a weird ending for a twilight zone like his insanity left him i guess all right sounds Something. good
0: anything else buddy? and the last
2: one child's play it was really really good
0: you like i news child's yeah. play okay i
2: recommend the biggest thing is that they took away all the supernatural it's really it's, it's just uh disgruntled employee uh taking away the ai parameters
0: Oh, that actually sounds really interesting. I like that. It's kind of like how you know when you improve on a, a property, like do, like Doom, beginning? like Doom. Doom's like you know, let's get rid of yeah. all the hell stuff. Let's just make it a Disney. <laughs> yeah, that's a. That's For those a good who thing. can't see it, Ben is,
3: ben is giving the disaster. Is that Absolutely. something that's pointed out at the very beginning? Yeah. Okay, ben that's awesome. I didn't know if that was like the twist at the end. Storms out, <laughs> out of the out. room. No, the
2: only the, uh, that can't
0: that can't be a twist at the end.
2: Because, like, at the beginning of the first one, he, uh, Wormtongue gets shot and, yeah, and inside he, the okay. thing, and yeah. his spirit. That, yeah, they have the to the set toy. up
0: how the toy comes to life. Come on, Andrew. I thought you were a horror Which movie fan. Kind, I am. kind of a bummer that, because I liked
2: that that's fact. The, that's a disgruntled...
3: Oh, my gosh.
2: I, I did <laughs> like the fact that he was, a like, a serial killer in the body, but, I mean, it's it's a modernized version, and it was pretty good. How was uh, Aubrey Hamill, Plaza? Aubrey Plaza... I was weirded out that she played a mother, but then in the actual movie she's like her normal self, just as but a single mother. Okay. And then sense. Mark Hamill was fantastic as Chucky. Yeah. Oh totally. He didn't I I don't recall him laughing that much, but he still was pretty menacing.
0: Yeah, it kinda if you can manipulate and change Joker voice, it's kinda I would imagine mm, it's close to that no, wavelength that you no, can get with.
2: It it's uh it was more kindly. Yeah. Like, like he was very kiddish. Interesting. Seemed like, yeah. I'm excited. And I'm it, sad. I, it was, if you're a fan of Child's Play, I recommend it because it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, and for those who don't know, Child's Play is Chucky. Yep. But if you didn't know that, you probably don't care about <laughs> the Child's Play. <laughs> what about you, Will? What have you been watching, buddy?
1: Well,
2: there were no
1: Edwins or worm Tongues in mm. my viewing. Mm. Uh, I started watching, I watched a couple episodes of my next guest with David Letterman. Uh, particularly I wanted to see the Kanye West episode. Oh boy. Um, Yeah. My, so my friend Cody is a hip hop artist. And, uh, one day he, he put a story on his Instagram where it's like that meme, you know, with the garbage can and the headphones coming out out of it. And he was like, this is me listening to modern rap. And then he played Kanye's, uh, elevate yourself over it. And I don't know if you've, have you guys heard that song? No, it's. In the middle of the song, he starts just like saying gibberish. It's like literally like poopity scoop, scoop poop, poop poop. And I I'm, actually yes, I do know yeah, that song. And you're I'm talking like, about. Co- Cody, I'm gonna like reserve my judgment here. Like, help me understand what's going on. People call Kanye a genius. I don't know what this is, you know. And he's like, well, it's kind of a. a it's called elevate yourself. So it's a satire on, you know, modern rap not really progressing or kind of trying to be enlightened. And so I've, i and then, you know, with Kanye coming out in support of Donald Trump, I'm like, man, this guy is unpredictable. I can't put him in a box. So I was pretty uh, interested to see how David Letterman would handle that, that uh, interview. And he did it very gracefully, but it's funny because like right before he goes out, Dave's like, I am so scared. I'm so scared right now. Cause you don't know, what, he's what going to Kanye say. is going to do. Yeah. And you know, every time Kanye would kind of start going off about stuff, like, I don't know if you knew this, but he was uh, diagnosed as bipolar like two years ago.
0: I'm not surprised by that. Yeah.
1: And uh, so David Letterman did a fantastic job of like kind of challenging him in really respectful ways and kind of befriending him. And it, it's a, it definitely, I would say as far as like, a pop culture incident it it's uh a really good one to just kind of take in to kind of see where we're at you know in in rap and in pop culture and just kind of entertainment in general it's such a a unique thing but the the other thing i watched was elvis versus nixon have you guys seen this no you haven't have you uh, heard of it huh you Is haven't it, it's thing. an indie movie right um. Yeah, I think it's a Amazon. It might have been an Amazon special thing. Okay. So there is. This is based on a real thing that happened, where Elvis wanted to meet with President Nixon to become an undercover agent. Oh my. And gosh. he was serious. This actually yeah. happened. There's a there's a, a picture with Nixon and Elvis. And so I don't know what the facts are behind this, but I imagine someone wrote this and just imagined like, how would this actually go down? And Mm -hmm. it it is, in my opinion, it's a masterful exchange and the way they wrote this. And because most of the, you know, Elvis and Nixon are both such big characters that we're probably more familiar with impersonations of them than we are who this person is. Like we don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know who Elvis actually is. Like I grew up, with my mom loved him and adored him. And so I always had a certain perspective of kind of the real Elvis versus the sensationalized Elvis. She always, you know, kind of wanted to see him in the best light. Yeah. Whereas other people, you know, kind of bring out the, the later showboat, big clothes, you know, kind of crazy Elvis. But, and, uh, (laughs) so a, a funny thing I was recently studying, like or kind of I took a test online about martial arts and like which uh, which martial arts style is best for you. And I got Ken Poe. So I'm like, oh, I'll look up Ken Poe videos just to see what it is. And I came across this Elvis video of him uh, doing Ken Poe uh, instructions to somebody and he was like super intense about it and super serious. And this video really capture or this movie captures, Uh, they do a a great job at representing him being intelligent and serious about whatever he does, but super enigmatic and possibly crazy all together. And it's (laughs) really good. And then, uh, Kevin Spacey plays Richard Nixon and he does a phenomenal job. Um, I know Kevin Spacey's like on everybody's poop list, but, uh, I don't know. He's still a brilliant actor in my opinion but overall I think this
3: must have come out before everything it yeah, was it did, uh, yeah. probably a couple of years ago okay. I think
1: but it, uh, it I don't know I loved the movie I thought it was fantastic yeah. I
0: think I think the last official thing Kevin Spacey w- was in was Baby Driver because he was in a movie oh, yeah. after that cut. but then they paid they cut, they cut, they him, cut out. him out and they got a different actor to come in and, yeah. and finish out the movie yeah it's so,
1: also got uh, Colin Hanks and Johnny Knoxville oh nice awesome and one of my fa- favorite parts of the movie is when they, uh, Nixon's people are like, okay, we got to take you in Elvis and, you know, let you know all the protocol for meeting the president. And he's like, yeah. okay, well I'll have you talk to my people. And they have basically it's Nixon's people and Elvis's people discussing You know, the stipulations of what it is to meet the president, but also what it what you have to do to meet the king, you (laughs) know, and they're both just bartering. And there's like there's got to be M&Ms and there has to be beverages nearby. And it's uh, and basically Elvis goes into this meeting and breaks absolutely every protocol. And Nixon like doesn't. uh you know, he hates the idea of meeting Elvis. And then just watching how that interaction plays out is, is a pretty masterful piece of writing, I think. Hmm.
2: So that's did awesome. he get the job? Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> and so Elvis... Well, well, that's why they faked his <clears throat> is death. still alive. Yeah.
0: Is so he can be a secret yeah.
3: agent. I also yeah. forgot to mention that I watched... I'm sorry, Andrew, you don't get to put anything else in. Uh, no, Go ahead, buddy. I caught up with you guys of watching Always Be My Baby. Oh, what'd you think? It was good. There we go. A- another Keanu movie. We've talked about this movie so much that I feel like... I don't know just... if you had any other oh, added things I that I watched you five like... Keanu Reeves movies in a week. Oh, yes. Is yeah, Keanu Reeves. Oh, my gosh. I watched one Keanu more route. thing.
1: I, uh, I checked out the Adam Devine's uh, stand-up, and it's funny. It's definitely for, like, 20-year-old Will would think it's hilarious. 33-year-old Will... Uh, thanks. Yeah, good job, Adam. <laughs> but nice. just wanted just to put that a, out there.
0: I like his acting. I love what he's in. I just don't know if I could do a 30 to 45 minute stand up with his yes, it's, type it's, of comedy.
1: He's not a great stand up comedian. I'm he's, not surprised He's a funny stand up
0: comedian. He's just he's uh, better,
2: sometimes... He's better at improv. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's kind of like uh, Will Ferrell. Like, I don't need to see a stand-up with Will Ferrell. Yeah. Like, I don't think... I, I'm not saying he wouldn't be decent at it for, for some jokes, but I think Will Ferrell is a comedic actor. He's a not, character. Not comedian. necessarily, yeah, yeah, a comedian, yeah. as opposed to, like, say, like, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Like, I would be more inclined to watch Jimmy Fallon stand-up as opposed to Jimmy Fallon acting. Yeah.
1: Which is interesting because Jimmy Fallon is a great impersonator as well, and he does a yeah. lot of characters.
0: Yeah, well, he, I mean, yeah. his big break was SNL, where everyone there has to be a impersonator of sorts. Because yeah. they're asked to he,
1: do...
2: he was incredible. Yeah, at he it. was re- Yeah, he was. Really, I don't think really he gets
0: enough it. credit for, for those in- oh, totally. he does. Oh, totally. Yeah, he was excellent at that. Uh, I,
2: so- I also watched uh, Dumbo today. The oh, new really? One, oh, the new the one? Colin Tall and Furl. What did you think? <laughs> uh, it was beautifully shot beautiful it like the sets and everything looked gorgeous but it was an okay movie
3: anytime someone every time anytime you just like ask what you think and the first thing is it was beautifully shot you're like yeah. it wasn't that good of it, it <laughs> was it was okay there's things to drop but i think that you're on to something is that
0: the, the movie it's isn't it's, necessarily good yeah. but there's reasons very, that you may watch very
2: it. tim burton beautiful cinematography yeah. and actors and yeah all that but It was an okay film.
0: I do believe that, I mean, we talk about music or video games or what have you, comic books, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, where sometimes you can read, watch, listen to those things, and it isn't necessarily for enjoyment, I guess, is not the greatest word to put there, but you're doing it for a different reason. Sometimes it's nice. Just like with video games, sometimes you want to play a game that is uh, story-heavy or a game that is Mm -hmm. turn my brain off and do this or a game that's just beautiful. Um, And sometimes with those movies where, like, you know maybe the movie isn't the most exciting but how it's shot or the different types of like uh what was the one movie that was like kind of like a water painting that had Keanu Reeves and a whole bunch of other different people in it not too long ago can't remember the name of off the top of my head and Ronan? No, no it, no, no, it no, was no. uh uh
2: oh. what's there's a special word for it um rotoscoped yeah the whole movie was rotoscoped um scanner darkly yeah oh.
0: which the movie isn't necessarily the greatest but just how it's oh, shot yeah, no, trying. no, I got you. But again, it's one of those things where mm-hmm. a movie doesn't have to be good for you to give it a chance and watch it just because it could do different. Like Avatar, my argument would be Avatar is not a good movie, but it is a at the time and what it was worth. It is a visual
3: spectacle. Mm-hmm. So giving giving that the shot it deserves, kind of a thing. Which uh, is which is funny that you they bring that because I remember my friends hyping that like this is the greatest movie ever, and I got out and was like that was the most predictable. Boring movie ever. It was uh, fine. It was just like, and the, okay. it, that's
2: because this the spectacle just yeah. was in their mind above anything else. Yeah. I believe.
3: And I was just like, yeah, that's good CG. Like, cool. Yeah, but I don't rest,
1: think Dumbo has the same quite level of visual appeal. No, yes. but
0: it, the idea of it being a Tim Burton movie, yeah, and oh,
1: that okay. had a very yeah.
2: Tim Burton feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Where, okay, I can see that.
0: Where I would make an argument, and this may not be a popular opinion but i don't think edward scissorhands is a good movie but it is when you watch it it is special i think mm. because the way that they play with colors and sounds and set pieces and just the overall There's idea a
2: modern of... tim burton like not the weird kooky tim burton this okay. was more like uh, his latest stuff and big real uh big fish yeah real big fish no just mm. big fish that's a that's big a, that's a ska band. Band. Just pick him right. up, pick him <laughs> <them> up, pick him <laughs> <them> up, <pick laughs> up. No, just big fish,
3: big fish. Love that movie, big yeah, fish. that, that, is that movie. is Ewan McGregor, is much better.
0: yeah, yeah, that movie, yeah, the movie's really good. So I'll just go watch that again. So <laughs> you guys have been watching really good stuff. I've been watching SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> so so, my wife Wait,
3: was... <laughs> I thought you loved SpongeBob.
0: I do. Yeah, I mean, I just mean like you guys like went out and watched like okay, a whole bunch yeah, of different yeah. things. And I watched SpongeBob, and just when I watch it again, the fact that it's still going, it's on like season eleven or twelve, like I would make an argument. It's like a top five cartoon of all time. Okay, just because not for me, and I get that, I understand. But those first couple of seasons are special, and the reason why I would put it like a top five cartoon is because what it can do for all viewers, where The animation is really good and has evolved over time. Um, The characters can be funny where it can appeal to my four-year-old daughter it can appeal to my wife it can appeal to me in different like i've talked about with my wife being a knuckle dragger and me being of high <laughs> society <Knuckle> and of <laughs> uh of superior taste. toity. Right, right. Like, yeah. Like, yeah hoity-toity <laughs> where like in an episode they can make a fart joke and kids will laugh or it can just be visually appealing for younger kids and then at the same time they can make jokes that hit a more broader audience but at the same time every once in a while they'll drop little like nuggets that if you're well, not well read, but you've just invested in whatever property they're making a, a joke towards. You're just like, oh, I get that reference. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, I understand that reference. And I, its I've, ability to do that is excellent.
2: I like how it looks, and probably this story, I haven't watched it, but uh, SpongeBob and his patrick their voices are just way too great and i can't stand them
0: oh that's oh i can totally understand that spongebob's voices i totally totally get that for sure just but also like the idea of like the simpsons like i was trying to rack my brain of like greatest com uh, greatest cartoon shows of all time simpsons has to be mentioned obviously i would think spongebob i mean
2: uh, the sci-fi simpsons you probably, yeah.
1: Futurama. Futurama. I would, yeah. drama I think you have to include Family Guy. Family Guy. I'm not a huge yeah. fan. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Again, it's yeah, just South
2: Park.
1: You have to take South, South Park, Park for sure.
0: Absolutely. And that may, I mean, you know, all the kids' shows. <laughs> yeah. All the kids' shows. And that may be like, that may legitimately be the top five because there are other great ones that came out that are from like the, was it the Boomerang era
3: where you mm-hmm. had Hanna Barbera? Yeah. Hanna
0: Barbera yeah. cartoons and Scooby Doo's and all those. Like, like those, like I get it, but I'm just trying to like, just again. This yeah, is just right off the top of the head with no, with no. Yeah, Flintstones, all those. Like with no, like research, research. Just you know, sometimes that's how you make the best uh, top five <clears throat> lists. Mummies a the lie. First one that's gonna, Okay. Uh, <laughs> <I> <laughs> Speaking of like, the mummies,
2: mm-hmm. protectors of the world today. Uh, that show is incredible.
0: Street Sharks.
2: Yeah, Street Sharks. That's, I went on that's, a, that's I went a. I went awesome. I went on
0: a huge. 90s cartoon kick a couple of weeks ago when you didn't tell me, uh, someone started talking about um, Darkwing Duck. Oh, oh yeah, and then I was like, oh yeah, that's right. And then I started thinking about all the cartoons I watched as a kid, and then I started about, thinking about Kablam and Street Sharks and Mighty Ducks and mm-hmm. the Ghostbusters, Mighty Ducks, and just like uh, where they, Ren where and they Stimpy. Were ducks, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly where they're yeah. actually or Ren and Stimpy. All these like, uh, Hey Arnold, a mm-hmm. uh, Doug. Like just these cartoons I watched Cat growing dog. up, and be like, Cat Dog, yeah, oh my gosh, yes, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Anyways, <laughs> that, that one was good. Keep going down. But speaking of cartoons, I also watched Toy Story four. Okay. So just quickly, Andrew and Ben, just non spoiler, what were your guys' general overall thoughts of Toy
3: Story four? To me, this was a beautiful epilogue to the series. Like, I think it knew exactly what it was, and it wasn't trying to be something else. I, f- I felt that through the entire movie. Yeah, I I would definitely agree there. It's, it's not the best Toy Story. Yeah, really? I don't even I don't even think. I disagree. Really, you thought? It was... I think it's my okay. favorite Toy Story. Um, I still love the first
0: one. The first one. The first one. It's like... tough to get away from nostalgia yeah. feels, yeah. but I agree with you. Yes, if I um, if it isn't this one, it's Toy Story one. Yes. Yeah. What about you, Ben?
2: Oh, it was so beautiful. <laughs> it's beautifully yeah. shot it's, i no well, no, no like animated whole, because holy just... crap the they've upped their ante on yeah. this one i
0: i would say animation aside like obviously i ex- i now ex- like it's pixar i know it's gonna yeah. be beautiful like when it's it opens insane. up when it opens up with the rain and yeah. you know, i was like oh that wow rain. that was super impressive that water the f-
3: effects the cat the cat. Was oh, insane. the cat was
0: really fun, but just also at the same time, having these toys feel real, like mm-hmm. they
2: could the actually exist. Gabba Gabba and the the dummies were their movement horrifying. Was, yeah. Horrifying. I just loved like, everyone because reaction it's so to,
3: real. Everyone's reaction to the dummies was the R.L. Stein <laughs> dummy. Yeah, like, you are horrifying. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, there's, it's, a yeah. there's a great it's scene. There's a great scene
0: at the end where it's the uh, stroller. And mm-hmm. like the lady yeah. goes to pick it up, and yeah, then inside's like, the dummy, and she's like, like she like freaks yeah. out.
2: And Spork is like, "Oh man, that guy was terrifying." Tired <laughs> my yeah. Um. No. So, so sometimes it's I, I, I would I would agree with you that I do think it's the best. Like it hit on it hit on a better s- uh, story rather than just rehashing what I feel like the last two kind of have.
0: I agree. Yes, I I think Toy Story two was more entertaining from beginning to end than Toy Story three. But Toy Story 3's ending, and that emotional impact of them almost being burnt alive and mm-hmm. going through all that stuff, as opposed to the ending of Toy Story two, where they're in the airport and all of a sudden the prospector is revealed yeah. that he's the bad That's guy. That's more like a that movie, was like a
3: movie kind of thing. Yeah, right?
0: exactly. So as opposed to the like being at the daycare, I wasn't as excited yeah. about that part of toy story 3 where toy story 1 I enjoyed literally from the very beginning to the very end there was just the idea of bringing toys to life was really awesome um, but then this movie i think just capitalizes on like an even bigger level of the sh- taking the time to think about toys in mm-hmm. bigger places than just at your home or in antique stores and, and at Woody a local evolving. playground yeah totally and then the character development mm-hmm. Um, where I think this is really cool for, um, like, bringing Bo Peep to the front mm-hmm. and allowing her to kind of be this like badass, which she turns into, uh, which she like turns into, and in the idea of that she's always been a very very strong character within the movies, within the um, the past movies, but she's never been like one of the main characters. She's always been quote unquote the love and interest. She, yeah, and
3: she was gone in three. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then they open up in this and they're like, hey, nine years earlier, where was she? Kind of a thing. And then just the idea of that. Now we'll probably start treading a little bit more spoiler territory. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, you know, go watch the movie, come back, listen to this, where they're like, hey, she was sold because Andy's sister no longer wanted her. Um, and then she's now spent nine years away from having a kid. Well, yeah. seven. She had a kid for two, and then yeah. sold her to the antique shop. And then has and now she has this kind of rough, gruff, survive um, tactics to her of like what it takes to be a toy to live without a kid, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which I thought was really well done. And then the characters that they entered. I, the other thing about this movie is that all the characters from the previous movies, outside of Woody, they're not in it a ton. Where you I mean, get some buzz, don't get me wrong, but everyone so, else... I mean just so that's RV. actually
3: one of my critiques. And not so much the fact that they weren't in it. Um, the reason I like the first one more is... To me, they did the character of Buzz a disservice in this movie. Like, they made his character stupid. And that it kind of bothered me. Versus where he, he had that innocence of like, oh, I am a toy kind of thing in the first one. But his character has grown since then. And then in this one, he was like, the, "I'm just going to push this button. I do the stupid stuff. I trip over things." Yeah, but the it,
2: the the button thing, I think it was his. Inner yes, monologue. I think if
3: it because he's always been literal.
2: But, but they make it a joke. No, no, no. They make I, it a joke about it. But I think like well, that
3: it just bothered me that like yeah. he was the butt end of a joke the entire movie. Like that's what. That's what Buzz's character was this whole movie.
0: Well, the reason why I disagree is because he's always he, like, yes, he did grow. He no longer yes. he no longer was the I'm actually Buzz Lightyear yes. from space. And you get but, that at
3: the very end of the first one. But even in
0: the other ones, like even in the second one, where there's the whole play on of Zerg being his father, or the interaction no. of himself with the other Buzz and be like, Oh, I can't believe these other Buzzes. He still has always been Very literal in how he handles himself. So the idea of Woody talking about your conscience and it's that voice you hear inside. And I think it was very creative for the writers to be like, Buzz has always had the Buzz Lightyear to this and that. And then that him thinking that that is the voice inside. Or even that which which a really great scene in the movie is that he's like, I want to go help Woody but what does the voice inside say? And it keeps pushing the button over and over and over again, trying to get it to say, go save Woody. But then it keeps telling him, go home, go home, go home. And he's like, fine. You know, because that's what the
3: voice inside told me to do. Like, I thought that was a really well, I, in those parts I do agree with. I, I just feel outside of the button. Like, it was like he wasn't a character that like that button was his entire character the whole movie. Oh, it, I got you. It bothered like that is the thing that bothered me the most in the movie. Other than that, I loved everything about this movie.
2: And Keenan Peel.
3: Keenan Peel's character. <laughs> which Buzz Lightyear mom. brought in. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, so. that that the the second plan they had for the old lady. The second where plan. She, third. Third plan. plan, plan. They had for the old lady where <laughs> she goes to her house.
0: Uh, the was it the the plush rush. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure the third one was the winner, plus rush. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That was, home, this, that was the first bath. one.
2: Lays down in bed, and then they get yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: her. That was the other thing, that this movie, maybe it's having a kid, maybe it's my old age is weakening me. This movie hit me in the feels <laughs> a couple of times. I, so at the very beginning,
3: <laughs> at the very beginning with when she's like, come with me, and he's like, about to, and then Andy's like, Woody's missing. And then like, you get that you're like, man buzz just or would just go with her and it's like, nope, he can't. He Andy is his kid and it's uh I was like as soon as that happened I was like, Oh no. This movie, Pixar, yeah. you've done it again already. And I <laughs> don't
2: th- I don't think it for me, like the third one was pretty devastating, but this one there was a times I watered up but not like as strongly as the third one did. One of the things was definitely Gabba Gabba, like I thought they did a fantastic job with making a
3: quote unquote villain that you actually care about. Yeah.
0: Totally agree. And that was probably one of my favorite things about this movie. Yeah, is the that... tossing
3: aside of when she gets tossed aside. That was mm-hmm. a punch to the gut. Yeah, oh, that was huge. Oh. But
0: but even being able to like yes, she was the antagonist, but she wasn't really bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because even like they did a really good job of that you're unnerved the first time you meet her and she's so sweet and she's like, she so seems nice.
2: some, like a villain from the second or third, like this is going to go. Yeah. South. This is
0: going to go wrong, but no, she actually is true to her character yeah. where it's just, if I have a voice box, you know, a, the kid will finally love me because this was the book yeah. that came with the, the toy that she is. But like the idea of that, even when they make the deal with Woody, she, you know, he's just like, yeah, as long as you give me Forky, like the even Woody's treating her still like
3: this bad guy. And she's like, yeah. of course, yeah. like n- yeah, no duh, like. And she treats Forky well. Like he's not a prisoner. Like, totally, she becomes friends with him. Also, shout out to Tony Hale's Forky. Oh yeah. Incredible. That that <laughs> character was yeah. so well done. Buster, Trash. Buster from Trash <laughs> Development is in this. Will and Trash. It is hilarious mm-hmm. like he just plays the character so well so the oh you mean a carousel so <laughs> the the main
0: kid in this obviously all the toys belong to the kid is going to kindergarten for the first time and she is having a hard time adjusting it's orientation day and she's sitting at a table all alone but it's arts and crafts she's about to start doing arts and crafts but then a kid comes along and takes all the arts and crafts and then when he goes over to throw aways apples, some of them spill into the trash so Woody, who infiltrated by sneaking into her backpack to help her out on her first day of school, um, like jumps in the trash can, grabs a bunch of just random arts and crafts and puts on the table. And one wow. of them is a spork. So she <laughs> basically uses... Uh, trash this trash to put this character together and then when he comes home he's all like obviously weird he has the googly eyes and all he wants to do is just be thrown in the trash because he's a sport (laughs) he's a sport he's He's a sport he's like trash so like the first 15 minutes of this movie is Woody trying to stop him from killing himself so so, (laughs) throwing himself away like throwing himself it's really really well done my purpose
3: is to be used once to eat Chinese food and thrown away Yeah, yeah and then
0: just Tony Hale's voice is is so well done yeah where, and again, that's why I'm saying where that's why I thought was really good this movie is that growing an established character in Bo Peep, but then establishing these new characters yeah. in King Peel's plushy toys, um whatever his name is, Kaboom. Dan Kaboom Dan, is Dan Kaboom. Keanu Reeves character Canadian, and his Canadians don't
3: Stun yeah, he's the Canadian he
0: evil evil. At... Yeah. Where like his whole thing is he was <laughs> like an so eighties toy where like you wound him up and then he was supposed to jump through the wheel of fire, but he was defective. So the no, first he time he wasn't
2: defective, it was just the commercial that was showing something. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah it's so, like,
3: it, like he would go off a ramp and just <laughs> Yeah, it would just do a little bit, but in the commercial <laughs> so the kid, it made it seem like the, he could do it. The kid gave him away almost
0: immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's really well done. And it's voiced by Keanu Reeves. That's yeah. awesome. So Just again, showing these new characters, which was really well done, or the giggles, or even how they handled the kid, the toys hiding from uh, real life, like the idea of having this skunk over the top of a RC car, Mm -hmm. or, um, Bo Peep handling the real world, quote unquote, against yeah. Woody's idea of what. I it think takes. this is
2: also the most that the toys have ever affected the real world when oh, they totally. were trying to yeah. stop the RV from going. Oh, that was hilarious. Which was great. Which frame um, him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, send the dad. They're just send like, the dad to jail. How
0: do we stop the RV from going? They're like <laughs> frame the dad, that, send him to jail. jail. That un-
2: there was a unicorn plushie that just kept wanting them to send the dad to jail. Who's <laughs> uh, voiced by?
0: The dad from the Goldbergs. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He's He's also in Daddy Daycare. He's great though. Yeah, he is a really he's a really funny actor. But all in all, you should if yes, you should totally watch this movie. How
3: Pixar keeps doing it, I I literally have no idea. To this day, the only one outside of the Cars franchise, uh, the only one that has, um, really. What,
2: what are you doing? Yeah, I'm green.
3: Like, no yeah. no cars. I would still make like, the argument the that first the first cars, cars is fun. I've actually seen that movie okay. so many times that I actually do see the charm out of it. Um, but... Uh, uh, the Good Dinosaur. The Good Dinosaur is the only one that I've... Have you seen The Good Dinosaur? Yeah. Okay. Um, and...
0: I think it's... I, I under- the reason why people don't like it is because it's different. There's not a lot of talking characters for
2: uh, a majority for, part of it. To me,
3: it's just... The... The The charm and spark really isn't there. Okay. I got you. To, and the only funny
2: part was when they get high off yeah. the apples. Yeah,
3: And one that just wasn't for me, but I understand that a lot of people liked it and it was Brave. Brave. I, I love Brave. Mm. I turned it off. Halfway through. Oh, man. Really? Yeah. Dude, I like, love as Brave. As soon as her mom became a bear and like it was like, oh, I'm okay. I'm just bored of this. And so I turned it off. Oh, how dare you? Yeah. Brave is awesome. It, it just really wasn't good. for me, but I... Have you it, seen Brave, Will? I have not. In you, the bit...
0: I actually think you may like... Just because it has the whole Scottish overtones, yeah. and you get a little fun action out of mm. that, where...
1: Well, I mean, I like the idea of a grandma turning into a bear,
0: or a mom. Her mom, oh, yeah. yeah. It's
1: that's, that's a very druid type of mm-hmm. thing, yeah. which yep. is, like, very Celtic. Yeah.
0: I See, it, again, that's why I, I think you would like Brave. I think Brave. it
3: came off, at, like, out soon after how I train your dragon two came out and I, mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. movie. And so it oh, was those like, movies are underrated. Yes. I don't think enough people talk about one. how to train I haven't your seen dragon. the third one. I need to,
1: there wasn't <laughs> even one dragon in brave. What are they thinking? <laughs> no, it was just the, no, I... no dragons, no dragons. No dragon.
3: Zero ten. Zero <laughs> ten. Uh, but no, with toy story four, um, the ending did break me. Um, it was with, so good with, a
2: buzz. What what he says is like she'll be okay, and yeah. so Buddy's uh, Woody just keeps walking. She's like, yeah. he's
3: like, no, no, Bonnie will, be Bonnie, okay. Bonnie will be okay. okay. And, and Bonnie is the like, new kid. And then, i yeah, I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, no, uh, yeah. But it, says, was a, it was to infinity, like, yeah, and beyond. And beyond. It was a great epilogue. Like this, literally, that's the best way to put this. Yeah, movie, this is so like,
0: this is a cap to the Toy Story, and universe. apparently there was
2: an after credits scene. That's there, there's really, multiple, really good. There's multiple. No, no, there like the m- after after credits. Yeah,
0: scene. the after after credits scene is um, Kaboom uh, rides in and uh, like a, a joke is told, and then he high fives. Commander Carl, who's voiced oh, by Carl Weathers, Carl Weathers yes. well. which there's a joke throughout yeah. this, is that there's a whole bunch of different G.I. Joes, but it's all one okay. guy, but it's oh, instead of like... that was the, the Oh, the high five. The yeah, high, the, the, yeah, the guy, yeah. The, guy yeah. The, the snow blind character, like, keeps wanting to get a high yeah, five, five, but no one ever no high, one fives one high fives him. <laughs> yeah, so the after credit <laughs> scenes. Also, the after credit, they give um, in memoriams to Don Rickles, who voiced Mr. Yeah. Potato Head, oh, and oh, then yeah. they also give uh, credit to one of the animators... Um, who worked on Toy Story 1, 2, and 3.
2: Did you uh, spot uh, Boo? She was in the carnival. And I think she was I'm in her sur- not too. Su-
0: I wouldn't be surprised by that. Toy Story always does a really yeah. good job of fitting in.
2: Yeah. But uh, uh, before, um, when it zooms in on uh, uh, Buzz being tied up to the thing, she's, like, spraying the gun at the... Or shooting the yeah.
0: gun. Pixar. Pixar literally has like they go out of the way to make it seem like all their movies are in all one time. universe. And it looked really like she cool. was
2: in the classroom as one of the students. Also, yeah.
0: That 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 art style. All right. Question of the
3: week. I studied. Mm. You for question of the week? Oh no! Just
1: <laughs> many general topics. Yes, just all of them. <laughs> I just say uh,
0: uh, so there's a a minor backstory to this question of the week. So okay. while I was in basic training, uh-huh. I remember one time we were at a range, it was towards towards the very end of it. Shooting range. Uh we well, yeah, we were at a okay. shooting range, we we're at a range doing military training. Um you know, and one of range, the you know. it was it was towards right. the okay. end my my training was 18 weeks one station unit training, which is a little bit different than other people who go basic and then they go to a different unit to learn their mm-hmm. job specialty yeah. as opposed to mine was all at one place. So we're in like week sixteen or seventeen and the cadre are much cooler with us. We're about to graduate, they're no longer treating us like pieces of garbage kind of a thing. And they're just like, you know, talking to us, hey, where are we all going? And then one of the cadre goes, like, Hey, does anyone have a joke? And if you got a good joke, you can get lunch first. And I froze in that moment and I never had a good joke. So ever since then I always kept a joke in my back pocket.
3: So now our question So my is- question of the week
0: is if someone is like, Hey, I want to hear a joke, what is your go to joke?
2: I got this. You got okay. it. All right. But uh, Zander, Andrew, do I'm you have one you, that you no. know right away? Okay, Ben, okay. go what ahead. What do you call somebody who farts when nobody's around? I have no idea. A private tutor. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: what is brown and sticky poop?
0: Oh, uh, I've. Oh, I don't want to know. Do I? A stick. Uh, oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Mine is more of like a joke story. Go ahead. Uh, so a man walks in with his giraffe to a bar and they get so drunk that the giraffe passes out and the bartender goes, Hey, you can't leave that line there. And he goes, that's not a line. It's a giraffe. <laughs> 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 I got that from the movie. 28 days later. <laughs>
0: that's a, that's actually yeah. a really good joke. So uh question for What's you yours? in the room. Okay. Uh, have i ever told the ping ping pong joke to you guys no
3: Mm-mm.
0: so i really want to but i have a feeling ben will hate me if i tell the joke <laughs> do it okay he's, yeah, he's going do to it all right so i have two jokes one's really quick one's a story joke okay so the story joke is the one i think ben is gonna hate me by the end of this so there was a little boy he's about six years old and his birthday's coming up and his parents come to him we'll just call him timmy they say hey little timmy what do you want for your birthday?" And he looks at his parents, he says, I want a pink ping pong ball. His parents look at each other and they're just like, really Timmy, that's all you want? You don't want the new GI Joe or a new RC car or anything? He's like, no mom and dad, I just want a pink ping pong ball. So of course his parents go to the store and they get him a pink ping pong ball. A couple of years down the road, Timmy's about to turn 10, kind of a big deal. He's now has a bunch of friends at his birthday party now, he's been going to school for a little while. His parents come to him and say, hey Timmy, your 10th birthday's coming up, what do you want for your birthday? He looks at his parents, he says, Mom and Dad, I want a ping-ping-pong ball. They're like, Timmy, you've asked for a ping-ping-pong ball every year for the last four years. You sure you don't want something cool like a, a bike or a uh, maybe a new video game console? And he's like, no, Mom and Dad, I want a ping-ping-pong ball. Well, it's six years later now. Timmy's 16 years old. He's been at high school. And his parents come to him like, well, Timmy, it's your 16th birthday coming up. What do you want? He says, Mom and Dad, I want a ping-ping-pong ball. He's like, really, Timmy? A ping-ping-pong ball. This is all you've asked for for the last 10 years. You sure you don't want a, a new car? All your friends got their driver's license. You just passed your driver's test uh, not too long ago. Why don't you want us to get you a, a car or something? He says, no, Mom and Dad, I want a ping-ping-pong ball. They said, all right. Well, a couple years down the road, Timmy graduates from high school, and he's at his high school graduation, and his parents go, well, you we just graduated high school. This has been the hardest 18 years of your life. What do you want as a graduation present? Timmy goes, Mom and Dad, I just want a ping-ping-pong ball. He said, really, Timmy? You just want a ping-ping-pong ball, but you're about to go to college. You don't want a new TV or a a new stereo system, just something to help you along your your new college career? And he's like, no, Mom and Dad, I just want a ping-ping-pong ball. Well, years pass. Timmy meets a girl at college. They fall in love. (laughs) Of course, Timmy proposes, and she says yes. Who wouldn't, right? Timmy's a pretty cool guy. (laughs) Yeah,
2: ping-ping-ping ball balls. Well,
0: for the wedding, of course, parents go to Timmy. I said, Timmy, you know you and your beautiful wife. What what could we get you on this in this new adventure? And Timmy goes, Well, Mom and Dad, I want a ping-pong ping pong ball. They said, Timmy, you're about to get a new house. You don't want it like a toaster or a new housewarming gift or what does Claire want? His wife, of course. Named mm-hmm. Claire, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Timmy and Claire now, and Timmy goes, No, just ping-pong ping pong ball. So it's great. Well, years pass. Timmy has kids, and then it's about to be a new Father's Day, and his kids come up to him. He's got three little kids now. Mm-hmm. And kids ask him, like, hey, Dad, what do you want for Father's Day? He says, well, well, kids, Dad just wants a ping pong ball. He said, Dad, really? You don't want, like, a book or a, maybe a day free of us? Or do you want us to do any chores for you or anything like that? And he says, no, kids, I just want a ping-ping-pong ball. Well, the years pass, and Timmy gets older, and Claire gets older. The kids are now gone. They graduated college. He's home alone. And the big old 50th year anniversary is coming up. And his wife comes to him, Claire, of course. And says, Timmy, of course, is still called Timmy, even though he's mm-hmm. like sixty-five yep, yep. at this point. Um, he doesn't even go by Tim anymore, uh, or ever. He says, uh, "She goes, honey, what do you want for our fiftieth year anniversary? It's it's a wonderful moment. I have enjoyed these last fifty years. I couldn't ask for a better husband. What can I get you?" She says, "Honey, I only want one thing: ping-pong ping ball." She says, "Really? Like, I can't get you a fishing rod or maybe a new boat or like." what on earth could you want else would why on earth would you want a pink ping pong ball for our 50th anniversary he says honey claire i just want a pink ping pong ball well the years continue on
3: <laughs>
0: the years continue on ben's not the one going to kill you <laughs> everyone's going i'm, to not, kill done. You. I'm not done oh, i'm not no the years carry on unfortunately tim comes down <laughs> uh-huh. timmy comes down with cancer okay so he's on his deathbed now unfortunately unfortunately they can't they can't cure him anything and you know, the, the family's in there, the same buys. His wife is crying. His daughters are crying. Um, and they walk out of the room. He's left there with his only son, called John. Timmy's son, John, of course. Not Johnny. Not Johnny, no. Why? He's a grown man. Why yeah. would he go by anything yeah. other than John? Maybe Johnny when he's younger. Who yeah. does that? Anyways, he looks at his dad. He says, Dad, you're the greatest father a man could ever ask for. You're always there for me. You help me out through everything in life. But I, I got to ask you, Dad. It's It's bothered me since I can remember since I was a little kid. Every time a major event comes up in life, you always ask for a ping-ping-pong ball. And Timmy's eyes get wide and bright. And he gets a little tear in his eyes. And he's like, Dad, I, I gotta know why ping-ping-pong ball. And Timmy looks at John. He says, son. And Timmy passes away. Hmm.
1: Yep. What did they do to you in the army <laughs> when they <laughs> told this joke? <laughs> what's, the, uh,
0: what's the short joke? Huh? What's the short joke? Yeah. Oh, uh... To the man in the wheelchair wearing the camouflage shirt, camouflage shirt that stole my wallet, I want you to know you can hide, but you can't run. ha <laughs> That's a better one. <laughs> when
1: someone's telling you it a joke a like ping, that, ping pong ball. Do, you, do you ever get nervous like, oh man, I hope I get the punchline?
3: Oh, I knew from the moment yeah. Yeah. that he said the second one, there was no punchline coming. What? I love that joke. It's my favorite joke, man. It was heard? either going to be he dies or like on his deathbed they ask what does he want. He's like, I want a book. Just, it would have just been <laughs> that's like, that's good. <laughs> to do that the next time. Yeah. just all like, <laughs> that'd just that'd like be the last so one was good. like, I want a book. He's like,
0: <laughs> or, or maybe that like John's like, Dad, I, I know it's your last day on Earth. I got you something. He hands him ping pong ball. He's like. I'm about to die, and you give me a, a ping, ping, ping ping pong ball. ball? What's
3: a ping <laughs> ping pong ball? <laughs> it's literally what it is, Ben. It's a, a ping 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 ball? ping ball. Ball. Ping yeah. ping pong ball. Did you uh, ever
1: see that joke that uh, Norm Macdonald told on Conan O'Brien? No, no, no. Same thing. It's like a super long joke about a moth named like named like Mister Edna, Edna Malinovich, <laughs> and he just keeps going on and on, and then there's just like a cheesy punchline at the end. Yep. Did it on national television. I, I
0: love jokes like that. The yep. joke is more about the journey and not mm-hmm. about the punchline. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like jokes like that. Because a lot of times with jokes, people just pay they just want to know what the punchline is. So taking the journey. Sometimes you gotta you gotta take a journey.
1: What do you call a sleepwalking nun?
2: I have no idea. A Roman Catholic. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> is that that's your second one? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, like we that. have two? I just had one.
0: No, okay. <laughs> All right, so this week, speaking of funny, which, of course, that joke was, Ping Ping Pong Ball, one of the greatest jokes of all time. And we're out of time. This week, we're talking about the cult classic, (laughs) Wet Hot American Summer, which is a 2001 American uh, satire comedy film directed by David Wayne from a screenplay written by Wayne and Michael Schulwalter. The the film features an ensemble cast including Janine Garofalo, David Hyde-Pierce, Molly Shannon, Paul Rudd, Christopher Maloney, Michael Schulwalter, Elizabeth Banks, Ken Marino, Michael Ian Black, Bradley Cooper, Amy Poehler, Zach Worth, and A.D. Miles. The film takes place during the last full day at a fictional summer camp in 1981 and spoofs the sex comedies aimed at teen audience of the era. So, Wet Hot... American summer. What'd you guys think? Oh, will absolutely loved it.
1: I mean, really, I think Paul Rudd is the most likable human being on the planet. (laughs) I just, everything he does, I think is funny. I think that he, uh, what this movie captures is really cool because it's not just a satire on like, uh, you know, teenage romp movie, rom, you know, uh, movies from the eighties, but it's a satire on teenagers in general and i think that like the scene when uh when paul Rudd, like throws his his <laughs> breakfast plate on the ground and then he just kicks his chair on the ground and starts walking off and then are like clean that up yeah do you have to Garofalo, clean that up. who's the camp yeah. director and then he he's just like i i feel like every teenage every dude that's been a teenager has had this moment this in life. yeah this is like <laughs> Paul Rudd making fun of everyone because we've all had that moment where your parents are like, you have to do this thing and your attitude is so bad that you're like, this is the worst thing I've ever had to do in my life. I have to pick up my own mess. I have to clean the dishwasher <laughs> and you just like take Fifteen minutes to do something, yeah. that's and the entire like the time it feels like every. He's just like, <sighs> yeah. <You're> just pouting, <sighs> uh, and
3: then like with every movement, and then like I love when he throws the fork into the the water, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Or like when he like I think he accidentally dropped the cup. Oh yeah. Um, but oh, when definitely. he dropped the cup, he's like son of a, <laughs> he has to pick up the cup again, yeah. and like yeah, I, I totally agree. He with
1: just you. I I think he just captures. A teenage boy who thinks he's really cool so well because they look so stupid, and we've probably all been that at some time. Yeah, totally. Yeah, perfect.
0: What about you, Ben? Mm. Mm, mm. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Just that, just funny.
2: Yeah. It was good. You don't have anything else. All right. It, is, um, beautifully uh, shot. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> you get out of
0: here.
1: Uh, no, I, I love what, all the actors. Did you and... enjoy – what What thing did you enjoy the
2: most? Um, Was there a scene in particular? It, it, I can't really think of, like, just concert. Uh The throwing the kid out of the van, oh, like that sorry. running joke that it keeps repeating every time a kid – like talks back when to him. Yeah, they're on the boat. They're like, what happened buddy? to my swim? If you don't, if you don't find, him, I'm going to tell, tell on you."
0: And then it like cuts to the van <laughs> like and he, throwing the he kid gets out thrown out. The, the out first of the time, the van. time
2: it was pretty funny, but then when they kept yeah, doing it, every time yeah. somebody talked... every kid yeah. talked back to him, it just got funnier yeah, and funnier. It's really well done. Yeah. What about what about you,
3: Andrew? I love this movie. It's possibly in my top five comedies of all, all time. Oh wow. Um, okay, just because of the charm and the heart and you look at the title and you go man it's just going to be another like sex comedy at a summer camp kind of like you know american pie band camp kind of thing and it is it's unpredictable like the like you bring this movie to people who have never heard about it before and they look at it they're like man you know same thoughts i had and it's just like, what is this movie? Like, when was this? Who, how are all these actors in this movie? And like, it, how have I it's not seen this exactly? Before. Yeah. Like, why isn't, in my opinion, not talked about a lot more? Um, and it's, it's incredible. It's enough. crazy
1: because I, I had the same thought like, how did yeah. this one slip by yeah. me? And so I kind of started looking at everybody, kind of where their careers were at at the time it yeah. was made. And all of these people were not known. No, like Paul Rudd. Didn't I mean I knew him from Clueless, but he wasn't really yeah. famous until Anchorman. And it's
3: one of like Amy Poehler and Bradley Cooper's first things ever. Yeah, they, yeah. Were, yeah. they were so it's funny. Michael you, Ian Black. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you bring that up
0: because I was at a, a football camp these last two days, and I was talking to some of the other coaches on there. I brought up. You know, they asked about the podcast, and I was like, "Yeah, we're about to talk about what Hot American Summer.' Of course, almost none of them have seen yeah. it, and I brought up, you know, Paul Rudd's really in it, and there's a lot of these people's like first times in film. And one of them went like, "He Paul Rudd isn't clueless." I was like, "Okay," <laughs> I, was, I was like, "Okay," I'm like, "If that's what you want to say, yeah. sure." Like, you know, when people talk about paul rudd very few instantly go like oh yeah the yeah. guy from clueless. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? i actually love that movie no yeah. no no That's i t- oh i totally yeah. agree i think yeah. clueless is another one of the like wet hot american summer yeah, which i think is underrated I think, I, think, I think clueless is extremely
3: underrated because i think people just think it's a rom-com and so yeah. there's just i think so- the tv show actually hurt the movie oh i didn't even know there was a tv show. yeah tv show clueless it's yeah. actually not oh, a that, bad tv yeah, yeah. show but it's more like the the romantic comedy aspect. Yeah, but
0: it's kind of it's like the movie stretched out over multiple seasons. Where know. the fun part of Clueless is because it is in that bite size hour and a half, yeah. like you have fun with the characters, as opposed to where you it stretched out over multiple seasons, just not as quite yeah. as good.
1: So yeah. only two people that were really well known during the David the time Head of this movie? and, and Janine Garofalo. Yeah, yeah no, that was like them. the height of Janine Garofalo's career. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, if you watch the uh, like the ten years later, I'm like, did she get younger? Like Janine Garofalo looks better now,
3: <laughs> yeah. So than she did. I
0: think that's a good, just a good transition. I'll give my thoughts after this. But who do you guys just think has aged the best?
3: Uh, Michael Schwartz. No, um,
2: Paul Rudd doesn't
3: look any different. Yeah, Paul Rudd <laughs> probably has aged the best. I think Elizabeth Banks also. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What about Bradley Cooper? Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I, ten we'll years later. Ten years got, later. <laughs> Adam got Scott. Yeah, yeah, he got a nose job. And oh. Changed his yeah. whole. Yeah, the just the yeah, joke It's
0: yeah, yeah. like, yeah. can you tell? <laughs> which is like, yeah, I totally understand. So in the, it, if we're just going off of Ten Years Later, which is the point, um, uh, which is the Ten year, obviously is. She looks better now, but I thought Amy Poehler looked rough in that, and I didn't know if it was after having a kid. She just kind of seemed overweight or what have you. But I agree with you guys. I think Ginny and aged really well, and I think if we're going to go who aged the worst, I think we all agree it's probably Michael Scholl. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just loved his character in First Date. We'll Coop. talk about it later in, yeah, yeah, as we co- talk about the TV show. Well, and for. he's
0: also the co-writer on this, yeah, in, which – yeah. yeah.
3: Which is really, really awesome. And it says directed by... uh, Daniel Wayne. But he... Even though he was just writer, I think he was also a, a producer as well. And so... It was really him and the director who made this movie. Oh
0: okay. yes, yeah, yeah. they're yeah. co-writers yeah. and he acted, he directed. Yeah. Yeah. But like the whole point of this movie is from each other, and we'll actually yeah. get in that interesting facts later. I think so I,
2: uh, John H. Benjamin H. The best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I loved John. Yeah, he's well, he's, he's a real a, man however, now, and Chris, he's not a can Chris of
0: vegetables. Malang, Chris Mulaney, Chris Mulaney from yeah, he uh, oh, he SVU. Looks great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. You know, what's funny. I didn't put in the interesting facts because I didn't want to go. It, is that he is quoted saying that he based his character off of Rambo? Oh, really? Yeah, he's just like I want to be this grizzled war veteran yeah. that's just kind of not quite I'm gonna connected. I'm gonna go rub mud, mud, mud my ass. ass. What'd did you, you just say? <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta I gotta rub, rub a bass. He's like, no, I know. I what know. I know what <laughs>
3: Leave me alone. You <laughs> go yeah. funnel my
0: sweaters. <laughs> really? So I agree with you guys. I. You know, it's funny you bring it up when people are like, "Oh, what is this movie? How have I not seen this? before How are all these famous people?" I watched it with my wife, yeah. and that's literally what she said the really? entire time. She's like, w-, "Like, she's like, what is this movie? Oh my gosh! Yeah. You know, so and so's yeah. in it. Oh wow! I had no idea." And this, that, and another. And by the end of it, she's just cracking up the entire time. She mm-hmm. like, multi- like literally when they're at the um, talent show. She, my <laughs> wife, was still going, "What is this movie?" <laughs> and It's the very end of the movie, but she. She really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. And like, honestly... I can e- quote this movie for days. Yes, this movie's yeah. quotable. Yeah. But honestly, yeah, he, he it may be... a
3: line before we started the podcast. Ooh, that line was from the TV show. Oh, that's true. thoughts yeah. so and farts and crafts. thoughts and farts <laughs> and, and crafts. Uh, which is Michael Schulwalter. Yes. Yeah, which is pretty funny. Who plays this character who, like, it's like an inside joke that it is Coop, but it's not Coop. It's just Michael Schurwalter playing another <laughs> character who just randomly shows up, and everyone knows. Yeah, and like he's just a laughing legend about it. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Uh, the only part of this movie I
0: felt was out of like left field. But mm-hmm. was probably my fi- probably my favorite part of the movie is when they go into town, mm-hmm. yeah, and just like yes. all of a sudden they start robbing an old lady, yeah, and then they're, they 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 start taking like heroin yeah. and like crazy stuff happens, and they get back and they're like, hey, how was in town? They're like, man, that was a great hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're like all drugged out, yeah, they're all yeah. drugged out, and I just thought that that part was that part was really yeah. really funny. But yeah, I agree with you. There's just it's tough to narrow down like one reoccurring joke where the movie does a really good job of having reoccurring jokes,
3: kids yeah. thrown out the, uh, out of the van or uh, pop breaking. Anytime something goes outside of the screen. Uh, like... the,
2: uh, the, the woman with her husband that, yes. She's oh, divorcing. Gail. Molly Shannon. Gail. Gail. Oh, that's so good. Gail. Be strong. Gail. <laughs> And <laughs> then own. she ends up looking up with the, kid, up with at the little <laughs> kid. Yes, it's yeah. yeah the
0: the movie is really funny. Yeah. If you haven't seen it and you're just like, oh, hey, I'm giving a listen. You should like even with us talking about it. You ha- like you should go watch this movie. If if anything, I, people who almost are told what this movie is before they see it may like it a little bit more because sometimes when people go into movies expecting to be one thing and this movie is clearly a satire. Yeah. Sometimes when you go into satire movies, it's. Off-putting if you didn't know ahead of hand, uh, yeah. or, you know ahead of time. Um, so now that you know, you should go watch it, knowing this, and you should absolutely go see the TV shows. Yeah, which, they're very good. As yeah. Well. What do you guys think for the have watched it? There's um, first day of camp. First day camp, which is based off is obviously the first day of camp. They came out in 2015. This movie came out in 2001, yeah. and then there's ten years later, which came out in 2017. What do you think, Andrew?
3: I <clears throat> I enjoy the TV shows. They definitely bring characters and the way characters end up in the movie, they do a great job of exploring that. Um I, I still put the movie ahead of them just because oh, I the the movie has a special place for me and it's an easier just like sit down and watch just for the movie. Um but just the crazy with like first day of camp when you have like John Hamm as this ex or as a secret agent who is Tasked to go take out the people at the (laughs) camp and it's just like what the heck and then like Gene that's when Gene's like memories come back (laughs) as of like that he fought in Vietnam (laughs) and then like the NAM. Yeah. Uh and then how John H. Benjamin turns into a freaking can of vegetables. Yeah, he was the original camp director. Yeah. And uh and there's just super crazy things. I think the weakest is definitely ten years later. Um just it had solid jokes, but the, to me the ending, was the weirdest of like oh this has just all been a ruse, kind of feeling. Uh, however, I did love the joke of, um, the adding the characters. Uh, no, at the end when they're like oh and the babysitter, I was like where is she and like Adam Scott and uh, Michael Ian Black. Michael Ian Black are like oh she's not around because they killed her. That's kind of the funny thing to me
1: is like they brought in all of these guest appearances and they just like kill them all. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) yeah.
0: It's I also thought like when they first open up and like they cut back to the movie. Yes. And um, there's that scene where like, hey, we should meet here ten years from now at this time, (laughs) and then it like weirdly cuts away to the two characters that they're like, yeah, "Yeah, totally. (laughs) But they but they keep in um. Why am I forgetting her name? The main female actress, Elizabeth Banks. Oh, yeah, no, 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 Mar- no. Marguerite, uh, Marguerite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it they actually I just show know her as Katie? Mighty Ducks. Girl. Mighty Ducks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, they actually show her with them, and yeah. because she's aged so well, it, it, it it's not as off putting as opposed to when you if see them, Michael they're Scholder. pretending. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Michael Where, yeah,
3: Michael Showalter, Yeah, years have not been. I also been loved in First Day of Camp when Michael Showalter has to chase the kid. Like um, I think it's the first episode, but like he's trying to chase his his new cabin kid, and it's like <laughs> you're so big and like <laughs> out of shape, and like he's like, <sighs> like the entire time, and they they make a joke about it, like oh, they man. make jokes about how he hasn't aged the best out of all of them. That guy does and... not move well. No, he does not. <laughs> no, no, no. Then... What
1: one thing that this show does extremely well is it takes like. Every single branch of weird, cheesy, strange things that would just be normal in 80s movies, yeah. and it just totally satirizes the crap out of them. Yeah. Like the chase scenes, there's multiple chase scenes where they like, oh, come the motorcycle across, scene, oh, with, yeah, yeah, with
0: uh, Joe Togarillo, yeah. and um. Ken and, and Ken Marino. Ken Marino. Where yeah. he's yeah. running in flip-flops <laughs> away from the motorcycle. And clearly and the jumps, stunt double. Like they don't even yeah, pretend yeah. like it's not the
3: stunt double. Yeah. And <laughs> then I loved when he jumps over the, the, the bale of, of, <laughs> of hay, and that's what stops him. <laughs> darn it. Yeah, darn yeah. it. <laughs> <And he,
0: laughs> or when they get back to camp and it's clearly the stunt butler, it, it, yeah. stunt double on the bike and then they cut away to Janine Garofalo yeah. and she's like, What happened? They cut back and he's it's, it's Joe Charilo standing, standing there. <laughs>
1: I uh, love right before that scene though. Like I don't know there's so many little jokes that if you're not paying attention or just you know yeah. if you pay attention they're hilarious cuz like uh, right before he randomly finds a motorcycle he leaves these kids on a raft and he's like stay here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he like jumps
0: river. he
3: jumps out of the raft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: But the whole reason why he jumps out is because the kids are like, we're going to be lost without Ken Marino's character. And (laughs) he's like, you're right. Stay (laughs) here. He jumps out. That's, again, a credit to this movie is that the more times you see it, you pick up on other little small little things. You're just like, oh, I didn't catch that joke the first time through. Or um, just being able to, when you know beats for beats for movie, being able to divert your eyes to different parts of Mm -hmm. the screen and being able to see like, all of it because you can tell that the director, uh, Wayne and uh, uh Michael went out of their way to kind of do that with well, this movie. They
2: have like
1: what, like 12 extremely talented individuals that all deserve, yeah. you know, such a limelight, and they really do a, a good job at making everybody's storyline very intriguing and funny and full of just quality interactions. Yeah,
0: totally. I'm, I'm right there with you guys. Um, so, question. Jesse. did effect. you
3: watch the tv
2: shows oh. i watched the uh year one i the first day of camp first day of camp yeah. um year one not a great movie yeah right. michael <laughs> sarah and jack black uh i just i didn't like i like uh oh uh, uh wow i'm blanking on the word for it but I, I like those type of movies in a movie format because they're so uh
3: quick concise
2: concise, yeah. concise. Yeah. yeah and it just didn't hit with me on a TV show going so long,
3: yeah,
0: which that makes sense. Satire, that's yeah, the word that's I was looking for. Yeah, so Jesse Effect, Jesse Eisenberg. No, if he was in Wet Hot American Summer, no, who would he be? Coop. No one.
1: Well, wait, Coop? wait. Coop? No, he, the question is, would it be better? I and thought the that's where. No. Yeah, I thought...
0: no, no. Who would he be and Would it be better?
1: It, He'd be an extra sex, that though.
3: gets kicked off. He'd be the one set. of the kids
1: in the raft getting sent. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> I think him as Coop would be funny. I, 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 to me, Michael Showalter's Coop, just, oh, it's, the, yeah, the character itself is, Jesse would be a more pathetic version, and it's, it wouldn't make it better.
0: So, I said Jesse could play Artie, who is the radio guy. Oh. The kid who's on the radio, yeah, okay. he's just there sitting there talking into the, the radio first. that's not plugged in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that would That's who I put down, Jesse yes <laughs> There you go. It wouldn't make it better. <laughs> and no, yeah, I totally
3: because I no, love that character. I, t- good. I yeah. totally agree <laughs> with you guys.
0: So this is a summer camp movie, yeah. and I asked you guys: Is this one of, if not the best, summer camp movie? And what I mean by that is a movie that a majority of the movie either takes place at a summer camp or like um the idea of the movie is based around summer camp. So
2: most of my experiences in horror with summer camps. Yeah, but, totally. Uh, but uh, my other one is uh Camp Nowhere with Christopher Lloyd. That was probably my favorite.
0: Yeah. I go ahead. Uh
1: Heavyweights is definitely a
2: Heavyweights.
0: So yeah. so I wrote down a couple. One was the Friday the 13th series um Heavyweights, which was a 1995 Ben Stiller movie, which yes. you if you have Funny not though. seen Heavyweights, you should The whole idea is that it is a fat, fat camp. camp that Ben Stiller is the personal trainer there and these overweight kids now have to fight back against him.
2: And his <laughs> parents are like the do they play his parents or they just no yes, no they're they're camp counselors. He plays
1: the the old guy that owns the camp I think as well. Yeah, both his parents. Yeah, play yeah, Jerry, Stiller. Jerry
0: Stiller. I want to say his name is.
1: Oh yeah, Jerry Stiller. Oh, I think it's the one of the he plays a, like an old Jewish character yeah. at the end. It's
0: too. the father. It's George's father in Seinfeld. Yeah, that's Jerry Stiller, which is yeah. Ben Stiller's. Dad, yeah, which is Ben yeah. Stiller's father. Uh, I also put down Adam's fan, family values which I don't know if you guys watch that, is the Adams Family movie, which a lot of it takes place within a summer camp where Hmm. Monday... Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, At least I wasn't that far off. Yeah, at least I wasn't that far Wednesday basically is at this... So normally with those movies, and then again in uh, Hot American Summer, like he's giving that speech of like, we're about to go to this softball game and this other I love it. A, a, a evil camp is coming in. They're gonna and we're gonna we're gonna we're a ragtag bunch of group of people. We're gonna rally. and We're gonna beat them. And then everyone's like, you know, we don't, uh, want to do that. we don't want to do that. That's kind of lame. Like, let's get out here. And the people show up and they're like, hey, we don't want to play this. We're like, yeah, okay, sounds good. And he Like, walks over. Hey, they were totally cool with that. But the idea of like a lot of times with these these summer camp movies, it's you it revolves know revolves around it. It's what big,
2: it revolves around this big like rivalry yeah exactly it's the
0: ragtag group camp versus the hoity-toity rich people camp Camp but it's (laughs) it's the idea that wednesday is in the like everyone there's this rich and hoity-toity camp there isn't a rival camp she's just kind of like all by herself kind of a thing um i thought that movie was really well done and then (laughs) meatballs the bill murray 1970s
1: i never saw that
0: that one's that one is the original camp okay like camp comedy where The idea, like you know, how we talk about now, where it's always a play on us versus them, ragtag this and that. This is the movie that did it first, okay. And of course, young Bill Murray, he's like this, uh, the fun, cool camp, camp counselor. counselor, and it's it's Bill Murray in all his glory.
1: Where was uh, Ernest Ghost Camp and all this? Yeah. yeah, no, that's a good one. Like, I mean, has I, there ever I don't been a serious camp movie? that was
0: uh, like 1998, nineteen ninety five three, something no, around there? Serious. It was early. yes.
2: Sorry. A serious what? camp movie. Uh, it probably be the horror movie. Parent Trap. That'd be a horror yeah. movie. <laughs> Parent, Parent Trap starts Trap at a this classic. That's not a camp movie. But okay. Uh, it's the first It's the first you third. You are correct, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only part I really remember. I don't know. Remember. That's how they
3: meet
0: and is the it's whole the idea first... of how they And then they camp later. And then they fight against yeah. each other. And... not calling that a camp movie. All right. Well, what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: not a camp movie. You also right. didn't answer. Uh-huh. Has there ever been a serious camp movie?
0: I don't think so. Mm-hmm. At least none is coming to my mind. For it's me, just the, a good backdrop for, me, for this, comedy and horror. Yeah, for me, a serious camp movie is a movie about military,
2: that, yep. where I it's like that, basic yeah.
0: training. Yeah. Like for me, that's a serious camp. Yeah, yeah. it's like Private Benjamin. I'm like camp is, is, in is in the camp, most
1: uh,
3: unserious uh, event. In yeah, life, totally. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, here are a couple of fun facts I found while I was researching this movie. I also have
3: a couple, just in case. No, Andrew,
0: you don't get a. You're done now. Goodbye, I, Andrew. I know a lot you're, about. You're this out movie. of here. You, next time, you you know, we I go to you the for, movie. for anime only. That's the only reason why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, Pompoco
4: <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so this movie didn't make like any money at all. Mm. Like <laughs> no. its budget was 1.8 million, and they actually lied to. People that are trying to get invested are like, no, 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 it was five million, just so people would think that like this movie had like actual money (laughs) put into it, and like at the box office, it made hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's it. Oh, like it was a no, it was an awful flop. Yeah, Um, so much so that Paul Rudd is on record stating that he's pretty sure that he's never received any compensation for the film. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's like I don't think I've ever been paid for this for this film um and we talked about like you were saying like top favorite favorite comedies of all time uh kirsten bell i don't know if you guys know kirsten bell um yeah. veronica Mars. she's married to dax Shepard. oh yeah, yeah, yeah the good place she's actually on record as saying that wet hot american summer is her favorite movie of all time oh wow so i, I thought that, that was pretty yeah. cool where she's like i've seen this movie a whole bunch of times it's really really good um, you alluded to this a little bit earlier, Andrew, mm-hmm. but like this was a first major break for Elizabeth Banks and Bradley Cooper. Yeah. So this was Bradley Cooper's, literally his first, first movie, film. Yeah. He was in TV. He was in two TV movies before that, but this was his first film. He actually missed, he was going to acting school in New York at the time. He missed his uh, graduation to film Wet Hot American oh, Summer. Wow. So he already graduated. He just didn't go to his graduation so he could be in this movie.
1: Sad that didn't work well out. Well worth it. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah, totally worth it.
0: Um, also funny enough Elizabeth Banks was a cocktail waitress at the time really? and then like even though her part her name is Lindsay like once this movie came out and had the cult following she wasn't known by her character she was known as Barbecue Girl like, <laughs> you know a Barbecue Girl from she, went oh out American computer. Summer yeah. smell like a burger yeah <laughs> you have you have, a, you have a barbecue, barbecue Sauce stuff. she's like yeah, yeah. and <laughs> want to make out
1: <laughs> I would actually I was kind of on the fence with Elizabeth Banks and as I've watched the movie and the TV show, she's definitely won me over. Yeah.
3: She's a, a great... She's, yeah, she's really funny. I'm writing in my journal. You mean journal? <laughs> whatever. <You won't> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Smart people. It's, it's really
0: so, uh, so while they were actually filming this, everyone bunked together. And so this is actually... That's like an actual camp in yeah. Pennsylvania called Camp Tawanda. Uh, for the month-long shoot, Rudd told uh, details that the experience was definitely like camp. Only they were allowed to have beer. Uh, Amy Poehler <laughs> joked that the shoot felt like an, a necessary do-over. We were we were being we're being given the chance to take one more shot at summer camp. Only we were wiser, better drinkers, and more sexually experienced. <laughs> Which actually goes into Janine Garofalo was actually quoted saying that ninety um, percent of the time, everyone on there was drunk. And she admitted that there was a ton of sleeping together within the cast. (laughs) Like everyone, like there was a, she quote unquote bed hopping among the cast is what she was stated as. So it's just one big big giant camp. So the other cool thing about it is while filming, uh, do you guys know Hank Azaria? I know yep. you oh, have yeah, mentioned absolutely. him. He does a lot of voices yeah, for yeah. Simpsons. He actually went to Camp Tawanda. No way. Garofalo was like yes. she she called him and she's like, "Hey, I'm staring at your name right now." It was on the camp. Like he was That's one of the campers crazy. that was. So he actually went to the camp that was camp campfire. What what they call it? Uh, firewood campfire I think it's camp. Like that. Yeah, yeah. So like he actually went to the <laughs> actual camp of where the the filming take place. So another cool thing I thought is that so Jeffrey Golden and Lee Keller created a D and D style role playing game called Fantasy Camp that yes. is based off of this, where you <laughs> lets you play as a camper, counselor, or staffer at Camp Firewood. <laughs> so you now you can play D and D for wet this hot
3: Andrew's American next, summer next campaign. Yeah, my you next know, campaign. We're not playing that. <laughs> it's it's, it's not, already
1: o- awkward enough when Andrew <laughs> has to play a female character. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh,
3: <laughs> You're the only one trying to hit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you have any other interesting facts, yeah. Andrew? Uh so it rained pretty much the entire time of filming. Oh um, wow. Yeah. And they it was possibly like one of the worst things ever. Like they've had to uh anytime there was sun, it was like go shoot right now. Like everyone go shoot to get those moments. But even during like the uh the the football scene, the flag football scene, um just like they they were soaked and it was just the ground was all wet, and it was constantly raining. And it yeah, was you can see cold. their you
0: can see their breasts in a couple of yeah. scenes because of how cold it was. <laughs> and I, I I heard that too,
1: Will. <laughs> One of my questions was like, what did they do to Ken Marino's nipples in every single <laughs> scene? <laughs> it was just cold the entire time. Yeah, yeah
3: it was just really <laughs> cold yeah. the entire time. And time. then <laughs> not only that, uh, so that scene where he crashes uh, while singing the song uh, into the tree, where he's a yeah, uh, he's on his way like, back
0: to, like, the, when he leaves and gets in the van, he starts singing the song about and the girl. Say, oh, shit. <laughs> and <then> he
3: crashes. <laughs> like,
2: um, like, he doesn't even show what he no, had. Like, he no, moved out. He just no, freaks he just out out of nowhere. <laughs> and he um, crashes.
3: Uh, that happened to the director. Like, that scene is in it because that, like, that song, he was singing to that song, and he went off the road and hit a tree uh, that happened. And so he, he included that in the movie just so for that. That's funny you bring it up because yeah. literally...
0: Michael Showalter and the director were just like this movie is based off of our uh, campus oh, yeah, yeah like our, our camp experiences, experiences yeah. where yeah. the director talked about uh the space shuttle that David Hyde mm-hmm. Pierce is talking about is going to crash he's like that was a real thing when i was a kid like that was a big deal and like when we would find a piece of metal out in the middle of the woods while camping we thought it would be a part of it and oh, right, like of a
3: spaceship like of the this, spaceship yeah the satellite <laughs> right. yeah, yeah the
0: satellite that was flying yeah. over
3: so i thought it was pretty yes. cool you have uh, any other ones i'm trying there's a I have a ton but I can't think of any yeah, no, right Papa now no for no some reason, yeah. But uh, there's a there is a behind the scenes making of it's not really a documentary, but it's like the making of What Half American stuff yeah. on Netflix. I highly recommend watching it. It's, it's there's really a good. lot of lot of stuff in there of just exploring how the movie was made. I love behind the scenes stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, especially on cult following movies where like the movie isn't a huge major big hit, but
2: have you seen Raising Kratos yet? Oh, so good. There's
0: actually a commentary track on Wet Hot American Summer that's just farts.
3: <laughs> so stupid. Yep. It's just farts. <laughs> so, I actually um, would no, like you. to listen to the, farts. Actual, com- the actual commentary. Yeah. That oh, be, yeah. That would, oh, yeah. That would, oh, yeah, be, totally. I
0: think that'd be... Yeah. If they were able to... The other thing, to the credit, outside of obviously 10 years later where Bradley Cooper couldn't make it work, yeah. where the first day of camp, he literally was there to shoot all his scenes one day because like he he, go, he was so yeah. busy with everything else the fact they they've been did such a good job of getting all those major actors to yeah. come back when they're now famous it just speaks to how much they enjoyed the movie while it was being yeah. filmed so um
1: cash his interaction with michael ian black is just perfect like the way oh, that, totally. like i think it's a scene when they finally they they set up like a date or something and he's like i'll, I'll pick you up and he's like trying to leave and then he just keeps running back and it's like you know uh well you know at what time and like i'll be there i'll be wearing this and they're <laughs> is both that like the tv show yes yeah, oh is show. it yeah, yeah, yeah i that's think that's TV show. yeah that's the zoo that's, that's
3: definitely a thing for me is like i read it all blurs together. I, well i remember every scene of the movie oh, okay and so uh it's hard to but in the movie
1: shows. i mean yeah. it's funny too i think they yeah. do better in the uh in the the prequel just because you see kind of the development of yeah, it yeah. rather than it's just like a, a secret. You know? So,
0: so if you're sitting here and you're going like, I haven't seen these before, what order should I watch them in? The director is actually quoted as saying is that originally I thought that you should watch it in uh chronological order where you watch first day camp, then the movie, then 10 years later, he's like, but now that I've sat on it, I think you should watch it in order of release. Yeah. Because I the agree. whole, the whole point of when we went and we worked on, first day of camp is based off of how the characters get there. And then the yeah. idea of like, okay, how do we get them there? What what kind of fun can we yeah. do to, to build the characters on top of that? So yeah, would you guys I, agree with that? You should watch the yeah. movie first day of camp 10 years later. Yeah.
1: Yes. I, and I or think I watched, <laughs> I watched the uh, first day of camp first. I didn't know, like I'd heard the title before, but I wasn't familiar with it. I was like, Oh, this has Paul Rudd. What, you know, I'll check it out. And I think I watched the movie after that and then 10 years later. Okay. Um, but I, honestly, I've been very confused about a lot of it. <laughs> I just thought everything was hilarious. Yeah. So I it, I just kind of watched it. Yeah. yeah it's, so I, it's really well
3: done. I, I saw the movie back in like 2011, 2010. Um, so when they, the crazy thing was when they came out and said, Hey, we're making a TV show. I was like, are you kidding me? Like that's insane! I just watched this movie and it's coming out in like two or three years. So yeah, yeah,
0: it's yeah, really well. So I also asked you guys before this. Do you have any own personal camp stories that you guys remember? Anything that you remember from camp that was kind of fun? I don't know if any was
3: drawn up watching this movie. Uh, not really. I just remember my camp experiences were lame. <laughs> For the I'm most sorry, part. buddy. Just like. I, I also went to mostly Bible camps, mm-hmm. so it's like, Same. most of it was like memory verses and getting snacks, and... Your uh, your Bible camp was much different
0: than my Bible <laughs> camp experience. So, my prime was camps. Yeah. Like, legitimately, yeah. like, a lot of my memories as a kid came from camp experiences, And unfortunately, I'm 28 years old, and my prime of my life was 14. (laughs) Where like I'm not even kidding you. So first of all, I met my I didn't meet my wife, but I started dating my wife at a camp. Okay, that is when we officially became boyfriend girlfriend. Was at a camp. So funny enough. So I'll tell this fun story. We're at a church camp. Uh, it was a kids camp where we're actually there as helpers. We were quote unquote gag staff. We were junior hires helping out with the kids camp. We weren't yeah. old enough to be counselors, and we weren't old enough. Uh, we weren't young enough to be campers, so we like helped clean up the dishes. Really, it was just a chance to get away and hang out for a week. But there was two girls, my wife and another girl, and they both really, really liked me because, of course, I'm the man, yeah, right? Right. 14 year old prime. No, Brian, I was 13. 14, I was. Brian, I, was, I was 13 12, old. 13 at this time. Okay. okay. I was just. I, I. wasn't quite. I was like, you know, three years into the league. LeBron, like people knew he was going to be really good, but he hadn't hit his prime yet. Like I was. This
1: kid's got potential. Yeah, I Need to get yeah. in the ground. Floor. Exactly.
0: Like I was. I was killing it with the ladies, my friends. Okay. Killing okay. it. Where the these two girls were like my wife and one other girl were just like, You gotta choose kind of a thing. And legitimate legitimately, the other girl I liked more at the time, but she wasn't allowed to date. Her parents were like, You can't date, but Melissa was allowed to date. <laughs> so I chose my wife purely off of that well, parameter. A terrible she knows story. <laughs> this, right? <laughs> Yo, oh no, okay. she's fully aware. Yeah. Um and now I'm married to yeah, her. So that's really yeah. great. But so my wife and I were like off and on for a little bit there to start. Of course, we're twelve, we're (laughs) thirteen, fourteen. Figured out. Yeah, we didn't have it figured out then. Fourteen was my prime baby. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I went to a camp, and I remember. I'm not even kidding you. When I left that camp, I had like eight or nine phone numbers from girls. (laughs) So all my memories are camp. So it's just freaking, just killing it. (laughs) So here's the thing: is
3: I didn't go to summer camps. In those years, I went to summer camp when I was like, you were a leader, like kindergarten. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then Wait, what did you
1: say? A leader. Oh, a leader. I think you thought said, said loser. Counsel. A loser. <laughs> a loser. <laughs> a loser. No. Uh, stayed home stayed for home. summer.
3: No, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like kindergarten. And then I, I remember the next one was like first grade. Yeah. And then the next time I remember going to summer camp was high school. Okay. And so, like, that's my summer camp experiences I didn't really actually have. I didn't go to summer camp because, like, we did stuff during the summer. So, I, yeah. like, my parents were gotcha. like, go to summer camp. It was like my parents were like, hey, we're going on this vacation. This is summer camp.
0: So, so you know, what's funny is that before I hit my prime, obviously, I was that <laughs> uh, socially awkward kid where legitimately yeah. I, I spent more time with the counselors than with the kids just because okay. I didn't get along. And that was when I was you know, six, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah. And then later in high school when I was about 16, I was like 270 pounds. I was extremely overweight, um, extremely fat. And I was that fat kid at camp that wasn't as cool and was, had that body dysmorg- mm-hmm. dysmorphia that like, I refused to take my shirt off at camp and blah, blah. Mm. So like, I kind of always feel that, like, when you watch these camp movies and you see those different characters, I see myself. So, like, when I watch this movie, like, I see myself as Paul Rudd. I see myself as As Coop, Coop. I see myself as... Um, JJ. Yeah, as, as JJ.
3: I, I would even say JJ. And now, I now if say... I
0: went to camp, I would see myself as Christopher Maloney's character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 that would be the crazy veteran. <laughs> my sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> mud on my ass. What'd you say? Nothing. <laughs> uh, and if you excuse me, I'm gonna hump the, the fridge. fridge. <laughs> what? You heard what I, I said. Be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, they pulled the fridge you know, out, and, and then he, he starts and everyone's like... <laughs> everyone starts clapping. It's really good. What about you, Willow, Ben? I don't know if you guys had any summer uh, camp experiences. Did you ever see
1: the, uh, that TV show, Bug Juice? It was a Disney Channel show? No. Vaguely. It it was like a reality TV show. Yeah, yeah, vaguely, I think I know what you're talking about. That was my best camp experience. (laughs) Watching Uh, the show? Maybe, yeah, maybe (laughs) I'm just remembering only the negative, but I, like Andrew, really only went to church camps, and, oh, gosh, what I remember most is, like, being so scheduled to the point that, like, you could only go to the bathroom in, like, a certain section of time, and if you were, like... Outside of that, you were like, you know, stepping on ice, you know, and like, so they, and they were also like ultra mega Christians where like the, the theme of the camp was diving in and it was named after that Stephen Curtis Chapman song. Yeah, absolutely. I'm and at, diving that, in. I'm yeah, and at that time I was like listening to POD and I'm like, are you people real? what this is a youth camp not an old senior camp you know <laughs> and so that basically sums up my camp experience you know it's funny i was not killing it with the ladies <laughs> you know i should also <laughs>
0: mention me killing it that those were church camps oh yeah, yeah. oh, oh yeah, no i yeah. figured
2: yeah. Oh, yeah
1: people are people man
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah people yeah
0: people are people
2: uh, i hated camp yeah uh, every year i seem to attract a bully. Or oh, my friend, sucks, uh, man. Uh, my friend attracted a bully and then I, the bully would pick on me cause I was defending him. But the last year we built a dam and that was pretty cool. But I spent, um, probably eight years, eight or nine years after high school, uh, being a video, being on the video team at that camp that I went to. And it, that was a lot of fun.
0: See for camp for me it was that not only were you killing with the chicks, which I can't, I gotta, I gotta hold on to it, guys, because it's all yep. I got. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's all I got. It's your prime, but but literally, it just like camp was just everything I wanted because you would play board games. I love playing board games, but then also like during the like actual <laughs> camp, nope, they didn't would get
1: that. <laughs> oh oh
0: yeah, the downtime we play. Oh man, I played so many board games, but then like they would have the competitions where you play mm-hmm. kickball yeah. or the fun water events and. I love being physically active and competitive for that stuff. So it was just like literally everything I want to do every day in <laughs> yeah. my life. I just I was able yeah, to okay. do it at camp and everything. I didn't even get that though.
1: I mean, they would kind of have those, but they were so organized so poorly, and they were like they also weren't athletic. So it's like unathletic people trying to make active things fun is just murders.
3: <laughs> I do remember the one that I did in like I think it might have been second grade. Um, we played Bible smugglers.
0: Which, that sounds awesome yeah
3: it was <laughs> it was pitch black at night and you had to uh smuggle like just verses to different parts of the camp without being caught by counselors that's and awesome then the man. counselors made you do stuff if you got caught that's and then so it cool it was like that's jumping that's a jacks or, basic camp game that yeah. they've always played yeah. and but so that's, like there's like cool. they have yep. flashlights yep. and yep. the way you don't get caught is like you don't move and then the counselors like are like oh there's nothing here and you know it was I remember having That's pretty a, cool. Yeah, a blast with that. That's yeah. the only memory I have. That's... I
2: was ca- caught and I had to balance this giant stick over my head and sing I'm a little teapot short and stout. Yeah, and definitely. then he let me go.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I can go back to camp anymore because I actually went to a summer camp last year as a counselor mm-hmm. and uh, the pastor, the pastor at the time when he split up the teams, he specifically put 3 people who Lance and my brother were in each other, the groups. There were three yeah. groups. I was in one, Lance was in, David's other, and they all elected a leader, and he knew who was going to get elected leader, which was myself, David, and Lance, <laughs> and it just became one giant competition the entire <laughs> time. And it's like, I don't know if I can go back to camp again because I don't want to ruin it for the campers because yeah. when I'm there, I'm in it to win it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, in it to win it's it. It's funny, but the was... opposite
2: of being on the film crew where you got to be... Outside of it. Make it more about the kids. (laughs) Focus on
3: them. I was a... I've been a camp counselor a couple of times. And I got a... I got a cabin that, like... I'm pretty nerdy. But I'm a very active and social nerd. The cabin I got was 100% introverted nerds. And it was the weirdest thing ever. Of, like, they didn't want to leave the cabin because they had D &D books that they just wanted to read and i was like getting them to participate in things was hard they also uh memorized all of the my little pony characters and would like uh repeat them back to me in song and it was just so uh the funny thing is i loved that cabin like i loved they're great That and sounds awesome like a kids. great canon. I think no, you were I,
1: the only one that could handle them. Handle them? Yeah. <laughs>
3: and uh and I it was just there was the problems I had was like I I see in wet hot American summer of those the nerd kids of like trying to get them to do things is hard.
1: You needed a was, David Hyde Pierce. Yeah.
3: And uh, I was apparently they they loved like to <laughs> the point where at night they would ask me questions of like what actress did you have a crush on growing up? <laughs> so, like, they would ask me these questions, and when I would answer, like, everyone else would go around and answer too. And there was one kid that would always choose my answers. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, I think that would be mine too. That's, <laughs> that's, funny. that's pretty funny. Yeah.
0: I would raise you. That actually doesn't. I agree with you, trying to get my guy. Uh, yeah. The camp I was at this last year, we had, I had three or four boys in the cabin. One. His girlfriend broke up with him the day of camp. Oh, that's fun. So he was depressed the entire time. The other three Jeez. were the the high school boys that were too cool for school. Mm. So they didn't want so to do... they too cool they, for anything. They didn't want to do anything. Yeah. They didn't want to go to the beach. They didn't want to yeah. hang out. They didn't want to do this. They was like, yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And they were all like physically gifted. Yeah. So like when it came game time, like I just I tried my hardest to get them to invest into something to try hard. Because other than that, like... Nowadays, here's the other thing that was fun about watching these movies and thinking about camps had, is before It was before cell phones. Yeah. Because now when you go to camp and kids still have their cell phones, that is all they're doing. is yeah. like The entire yeah. time at this camp, I was like, get off your phone, get off your phone, get off your
3: phone. The, I think there was one camp that I went to in high school when we all had cell phones uh, that was so in the middle of nowhere that it didn't matter if we had cell phones or not. Ty Valley, yeah. Yeah. Oregon. Yeah, and camp, uh Idaho was another one. Oh, yeah. no.
0: Alright, well, it wouldn't be reeled in if we didn't do Can You Guess the Movie?
3: Yes. Here it is, my is friends. Is this the one that you did research for, Ben?
0: <laughs> yeah, here <laughs> did it is.
3: you just go read movies?
0: So for those who don't know, Can You Guess Your Movie? Is I'll give these guys one uh, quality about a movie, one little tidbit about a movie, and they gotta try and guess it. They each get one guess each. We do genre, then year. Then director, then actor. They can't get it by then. They suck. Yep. So you're right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you guys have. So I give you Jaws because you were you were there. You were close. So I don't know if you oh, guys I said, have I never, got Jaws. Yeah. We got Jaws. You got Jaws. Yeah. You're right. You you did Close After Encounters you... of the Third Kind. That was your final guess. But
1: I got it on the last.
0: One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think you guys have got one wrong. So here it is. Let's yeah. see if I can break the cycle here. Uh, the genre of the movie is adventure, drama, family. Adventure, drama, family. Cheaper what do buy you the think? Dozen. Cheaper by the Dozen. the Dozen? It is not.
2: Adventures in Babysitting.
0: Adventures in Babysitting. Ooh. Ooh it is not. Swiss Family Robinson. It is not Swiss Family Robinson. So now the year, here's the fun part. It came out in 1961. I hate you so much. And 1998.
1: <laughs> it's not Swiss Family Robinson parent trap
3: it is yeah, the parent trap. parent trap <laughs> Parent <laughs> trap. It is the no, parent trap. Yeah. yes that's exactly what it is did <laughs> it throw you off when we i brought it up
0: earlier so so i actually almost put in the parent trap as yeah. a, a camp movie which yeah. apparently now i learned it is not a camp, it's movie, not a camp movie even though doesn't. the movie's an hour and a half and 45 minutes of it is during camp <laughs> so but i i get where you're coming from i'm not saying you're wrong. I. I camp movies
2: it. revolve around the camp. That movie doesn't revolve around you the know, camp. You you were right. That's
0: why I was say that's why I said like a major part of it, it mm-hmm. takes place during the yeah, camp. I'll give so, you that. so I didn't put it in there and I was like, Well, I love the parent trap. Yeah. I, I want to do something with it. <laughs> so that's why I put it as the the movie of the week. And then when you guys brought it up, I was like, Yeah, don't to- <laughs> totally uh t- uh yeah, all right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> all right, guys. This has been a really fun episode. Where can people find it? However, oh. question oh, oh, question no. I do
3: wanna put a question on it. If you were going to choose one for us to guess, would have you gone with the 1998 1998, percent? yeah. Okay. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, Saying 61 and 98, I was like, inst- I didn't remember yeah. the name, but I was instantly yeah. like, oh, trap. Yeah.
3: No, I wouldn't. Okay, continue. Where can people find you, Andrew? Uh, I am Lebearded Cooper on Instagram. Ben?
2: I'm at Nomaco2
3: on Twitter. Will? WillieBSnazzy at Gmail. I am at <laughs> underscore <laughs>
1: <I hate you.
0: laughs> Anthony hey. underscore Rod on Twitter. You can also follow us at Nerd Weekly Cast on Twitter. We're we're at Instagram at Nerd Weekly Podcast. We're on Facebook, Nerd Weekly. Send us email, nerd.weekly.forever at (laughs) gmail.com. Make sure to to check out our video game podcast, BioModded comes out every Saturday. Um, Also, we have a comic book podcast. Sometimes. Sometimes. It's really good when it comes out. It's like that special, (laughs) like when it comes out, it's sweet and it's tasty. Origins and adaptations, check that on Tuesdays. Um, please leave us a review if you can, and then your podcasters have to do it. a share. Or if you, you know, you got a joke. What's your go-to joke? Let us know on Instagram, on Facebook. You know, maybe if we get a good one, a couple of good ones, maybe we'll read them hey, off. Don't you steal mine? We'll yeah. shout you out. Yeah, don't you, don't you, don't you steal mine? Please it don't. Better not be that yeah, ping, 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 boom.
2: ball, ball. Just,
0: just don't that would show. be the greatest if someone wrote yeah. that entire yeah. thing out. Oh, that would be awesome. All right, guys, thank you so much.